Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Yes, I needed to push that button. No doubt, I'll hear from several of you, <laughs> but thankfully, I appreciate that. So is she going to be known as Governor No? Not likely. Tina Kotek is weighing, vetoing some bills. Or, as I told you, oh, you know, some of those line items in the budget bill. And you are invited to share your opinion with her. She's looking for that. In fact, she has a place on her website, and I'll include a link to it, about how to contact the governor. She's asking Oregonians to weigh in on vetoing entire bills or budget items. And in this uh, fish wrap article, we'll talk about that today, there's a little bit of the legacy that she'll be talking uh well considering rather we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that we'll also talk about well one of those bills is a fox news or a fox business story oregon voting to allow self-service gas as you know i uh, by it's, it's 16 to 9 vote by the way on house bill 2426 you have to, gas stations will have to staff at least half of their open pumps for customers who need assistance. The rest are open for self-service. So that's throwing a bone. Uh, Oregon voters could elect or could set elected official salaries under a new ballot measure. You want to talk about kicking the can down the road and having no courage, of course, you know, if you raise your own salary as a legislator, it's sort of a kiss of death, and it is. So they're going to punt. We're going to let voters determine. And one of those, the legislature put up, and because, again, Tim Canope and Vicki Brees Iverson sold out, they put these measures on the ballot, this, they're called legislative referrals. One of them is asking voters to create an independent, yuck, yuck, wink, wink, nod, nod, public service compensation commission to establish salaries for elected officials, legislators, elected district attorneys, and judges. Oh, goody. Do they deserve a pay increase? You tell me. There's an interesting YouTube video, by the way, of Dr. David Martin to the European Union Parliament. You know what he's saying? 
He says COVID, this is testimony, and you can watch the video, folks. COVID was state-sponsored genocide that millions were killed for profit. Wow. Also, a great piece, and we're going to try to get Jason Williams, who's the founder of Oregon Catalyst, uh, the ta- OregonWatchdog.com, where I go every day. It's a news aggregation site here for Oregon. And it is um, Ukrainian child trafficker stopped at the border. I'm watching a headline here on Real America uh Real America's Voice. Ukrainian trafficker stopped at border attempting to steal an 11-month-old baby to sell for organs. The 43-year-old man. After he allegedly gave a $1,000 down payment to the boy's mother, claiming he would ensure the entire... Uh, how sick? How sick is that? How sick is the mother for being willing to sell her 11-month-old baby? So Jason Williams on the Oregon Catalyst was just, he just came back recently from the Ukraine. He has a piece that says, what I saw. It's interesting. And we're going to try to get uh, Jason on the, on the phone to share with us next week about all that he saw. Uh, it's very interesting. So we'll, we've got a lot to talk about today, permit requirements. Jim wrote me an email about that. Uh, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 if you want to weigh in on Tina Kotek, who might be she might be vetoing some bills like self-service gas. She wants to hear from you. She wants to hear from all of us. And... She wants to know maybe if she should veto line items in the budget. You know, for those Republicans that walked out. What do you want to bet she does that? Anyway, Jim's email is about House Bill 2005, another one of these bills that the sellout Republicans allowed to pass. Jim writes, as you can see below, I'm willing to comply with the requirements of House Bill 2005 if I can just get simple, easy to understand answers to questions I have about all these requirements before I proceed. If anyone knows and is willing to apply your reply, your privacy will be respected. Thanks for your help. And then he goes on to um, ask Kevin Sterrett at Oregon Firearms Federation some questions and he writes i hate to bother you about house bill 2005 but i can't quite get several things if you could please take a couple of minutes to reply am i correct the manufacturer name is required along with the serial number am i correct the upper receiver also requires a serial number a permit is now required before firearms i possess now may be serialized no matter how many times I read the bill, I still need a definitive, truthful answer. No matter what article or report I read, do they explain in no article or report I read, do they explain in simple to understand terms all the bullet points of the bill? My concern is that there is no ability to comply where there is no established permit system. So I'm going to ask John uh, McDonald, who is a very 
works very closely with Oregon Firearms Federation to answer these. The manufacturer name is required along with a serial number. The upper receiver also receives a serial number. A permit is now required before firearms I possess now may be serialized. So if you have a weapon that is homemade, how do you get a permit? For what? To possess the firearm? A, a gun that was, I mean, we want, this is lawsuit city, folks. You're talking about grandfather clauses. How do you get a permit to possess a firearm you built before it can, before you comply with the law and put a serial number on? Thank you, Tim Canope and Vicki Bree Iverson. Also, apparently, and some of you who work for the state of Oregon have been getting these. Uh, emails um, apparently the state is sending out a uh, Oregon Capital Chronicle article about how LGBTQ children and young people need to feel safe supported and affirmed apparently this is going out to all agencies in the in and this article, and I'll include it in the show plan today, is the last paragraph. Whatever department stands in solidarity with and in support of all LGBTQIA2S plus children, young people, and families in Oregon. They all need your support during Pride Month and throughout the year. Together, we can save lives and prevent trauma. If you really wanted to do that, then you would look at the large numbers of studies now. In fact, there was a study just released yesterday that transgender people have 3.5 times higher suicide rate than those who don't. What a lie, folks. Now, if you're a state employee, how do you push back on this? Or do you dare? Something to think about, isn't it? Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Um, by the way, I did get Gail sent me a great story here about the man I said who got cured of cancer using the dog dewormer. There's an extensive whole bunch of, of um, it's from the Lifeboat Foundation, a whole bunch of tips. And this is from 2019, how Joe Tippins beat terminal cancer with the $7 dog medicine. And it's an interview. You can watch it. But there's also a lot of other, he's got a website, and then there's tips. How do you do it? And lots of comments of people have questions about it. How interesting, hmm? How long do you think it'll be if this gets any play out there at all before this gets shut down? That this $7 dog medicine 
dewormer is no longer available. Just how long do you think it is? 503-589-1220. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Hey, most important thing happened yesterday. We now have a new Secretary of State. Yeah, um, I haven't gotten no, there no, no. yet. You're right. <laughs> okay. What do you, you think is going to happen? What? She's from Portland. Oh, yeah. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Okay? Uh, That office is, again, going to be controlled uh, by a Democrat who we know will do a piss-poor job of protecting our rights. Elections, oh Jeff, uh, you know. Uh, let me say that our dear governor and I read the article in the Statesman Journal about nothing mentioned about the transgender bill, and uh, that's no surprise because the Statesman Journal is a piece of crap. Although they did defend Kevin Vanix on his vote. On that one bill, uh, on which, the militia bill that's highly yeah, unconstitutional. We, hey, can hang we continue on. Continue a little bit. Yeah, hang on to the break. I'll get you on the other. Six twenty, folks. Lots to talk about. What do you think about the new Secretary of State? She's a white woman from Portland. Man, is this governor ever racist? Why does this government, this governor, hate black people so much that she wouldn't appoint a black? Female Secretary of State. He said, tongue in cheek. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. We'll get back to Art in a second. Hey, what do you want to bet that Tina Kotek vetoes, say, a whole bunch of the spending that Kim Thatcher or maybe Tracy Kramer have in the Christmas tree bill? Any bets on that? If I were you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on that at all. Because you are most likely going to see it happen. I mean, after all, Tina would be seen as being weak if she didn't. Right? Or would she be seen as being vindictive and mean like Kate now Kate did that by the way I think she did it to Herman Berziger I remember right they allude to that a little bit in this story but what do you want to bet seriously what do you want to bet that happens by the way the concrete trucks are lining up as we speak we got a pumper truck out here, and they're pumping fresh concrete into the stem walls of 
my new home. I'll I shot a little video of that and put it on my Facebook page for those of you who are even moderately halfway interested. If not, it's okay. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Speaking of Power Auto Group, I want to thank Power Honda down in Albany, part of that auto group, for being one of our show sponsors. We appreciate that very much. If you go to their website, and it's really easy, it is mypowerhonda.com. It's so simple. Mypowerhonda.com. Today, they have 989 vehicles that are available. Every day that inventory changes, you can find new Hondas. They have great certified pre-owned vehicles. So go check it out. 541 is their phone number. 928-0122. That's the sales number. They have service and parts. You can see all that if you go to mypowerhonda.com. Thank you guys for being uh, such a great dealership and for being one of our show sponsors. Mypowerhonda.com. Let's go back to Art. Art, what do you think? Do you think that Tina has to show herself strong and veto these line item budget giveaways? Well, Jeff, Democrats are Democrats. And we know how Kate Brown acted. Yes. And Tina is Kate Brown on steroids, as we know. So don't be surprised of anything that she does concerning any of the legislation. Uh, it's just crazy. But uh, back, I, I do want to talk about the Secretary of State thing because, oh yeah, white woman. Who is yeah. she considering? And what's this lady's qualifications? All done behind closed doors, Jeff because the Democrats have their agenda as usual. And how efficient and effective is the Secretary of State's office going to be uh, with this new person? I'll guarantee you. That's, that's a fair question. So who are they going, are, is it going to be two systems of justice? You know, they just levied a $5,000 fine. Well, the, the Oregon Republican Party just paid a $5,000 plus fine to the Secretary of State's office for a late filing. But yet FTX, the Democrat Party, gets a little tiny slap on the wrist for accepting a half, knowingly are accepting a half a million dollars of illegal campaign contribution from FTX. Instead of a $50,000 fine, eh, she reduced it down to 15000 Two systems of justice. So the question is, how's this woman going to do? Well, it depends on whatever Tina tells her to do. That's what oh, happens. Oh, you're absolutely right. In fact, Kate, she's just like Kate Brown. Kate Brown put a person uh, that she could control. And in my opinion, and I'm forgetting what her name was, Jeff, but she did an absolutely piss-poor job, okay, of overseeing and what was going on in the state, including auditing state agencies for violations of the law, et cetera, et cetera. I know, okay, because I deal with this stuff 
you know I'm very active in the Oregon Commission for the Blind. And guess what? Getting any satisfaction on controlling uh, and making sure that that agency follows the law to the letter uh, was never addressed. And so that's why, you know, of course, we're going to the uh, filing an official misconduct complaint because you can't get anything out of the AG, I mean, the Attorney General's office, uh, or out of the Secretary of State, because they don't care about the little guy, they don't care about the rule of law, and therefore they do what the hell they want to. I mean, it's going to, unfortunately, be business as usual, unless we step up to the plate, and we start filing these official misconduct complaints, including Kate, I mean, um, Tina Kotak, uh, if she discriminates and line item vetoes uh, these Christmas bill stuff, because obviously she would be doing partisan politics and punishing uh, Republicans who, quite frankly, were just voicing their opinion by walking out. I love you, Jeff. Have All a great right, day. God bless everybody. And we've we got to get back control of our state government because they're killing us Oregonians. Well, the question is, is how do we get that done with these feckless sellout Republicans? Don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Replace there is a way. 6.30, back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the power of Buick GMC talk line. If you want to weigh in, do you think Governor Tina is going to punish those walkout Republicans by vetoing line item vetoing pork for their districts? Doesn't she have to? Wouldn't she be seen as weak, or would she be seen as being mean? Kate was seen as being mean. So what about Tina? What do you think she's going to do? Hmm? She wants your opinion. She wants to hear from Oregonians. Oh, should she veto some bills? You know, like the self-serve gas bill. I always voted against that. You guys know that. Because my wife um, and my mother both said I had to. I listened to him. We have a new Secretary of State appointed by Kate Brown. As Art weighed in, she's a white woman from Portland. Now she was a longtime serving auditor. Not a political, she was elected because in Multnomah County, they elect the city auditors. She was being credited with exposing mysteries about spending or management. 
that would otherwise go unchecked or unknown. So that's great. Hopefully, she's going to be really good at running the audit department function of the Secretary of State's office. But how's she going to be on doing whatever Kate tells her, not Kate, but Tina tells her to do politically? You know, like heavy fines on any Republican or the Oregon Republican Party, but go light on the Democrats. We'll see. You want to weigh in on all of that? It's easy. 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Maybe you want to weigh in on Oregon voters. Could vote on a new commission that will establish legislators' salaries because legislators are cowards. They don't deserve that anyway. What do you think about the self-serve, the ban ending at least partially on self-serve gas? Do you want to pump your own gas? Hmm? And by the way, there's a story in the Gateway Pundit about, and I alluded to this, I think on Monday. Remember the Proud Boy and Clackamas County Republican Party going and protesting the drag show at the Children's Theater in Oregon City? They got attacked by the violent extremists. You know, those guys that were, those feds that went running when the Proud Boys confronted them and took off their masks because they had masks on. This is supported. This event was sponsored by Lisa Halcom, an Antifa supporter and the owner of Happy Rock Coffee. And it was organized by an Oregon City Commissioner. You should see uh, the one of the performers, the flyer for one of the drag queen performers. The flyer for this, they sponsor Dirty Porn Bingo every Tuesday. Win porn or sex toys in every game round. The Oregon City Children's Theater was quoted by Coin TV. As I've been running for this theater for 19 years, about a third of the kids who participate in my theater are part of the LGBTQ community. Oh, really? So they just, churches got upset. And they decided that they, along with the Proud Boys and others, decided to express their First Amendment right and go protest. Clackamas County Republican Party and the leadership of Chair Rick Riley decided to participate. And then the fake white supremacist group, the Rose City Nationalists, Tempted to mix ranks. Well, Dan Tews, some of you know him, uh, decided to, you know, he was, he's a longtime proud boy. They said, no, we're not going to let you guys infiltrate us and make us look bad. Good for them. And the fact that they stripped off the mask and the people who were unmasked went running. Yeah, this was a Fed 
These are probably FBI agents or FBI paid informants that did this. What do you want to bet? Anyway, 503-589-1220. We'll get to Rich on in a moment on the phones. Got to remind you, yeah, 90-degree days are literally a couple of days away. If your air conditioning system isn't keeping it, just, just bite the bullet, okay? Don't procrastinate. Get ahead of the heat wave that's coming. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll tune up your AC system, whatever it is, or maybe replace it or fix it, whatever you need. Call Freedom Heating and Air. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. So Tina's going to have the computer bots pretend they're the citizens of Oregon to tell her what she needs to veto. Yes, exactly. She wants to hear ostensibly, you know, because she cares so much about what we think. So you're right. They're going to be the Twitter bots. So she cares about what we think. Are we sure we have the right lady? (laughs) I love your sense of humor. As far as the judges are concerned, the last time they tried this, they equated themselves to San Francisco so they should get, you know, two and a half times more money than they are. But they wouldn't compare themselves to like-size uh, cities that are not on the West Coast. Isn't that strange? Uh, it's funny how you would bring that up. Well, hey, you know, somebody else is paying them outrageous salaries because they, you know do all the lefty stuff why can't we we should do it too we should follow them exactly so so this commission i don't see i don't see a big move uh in other than the direction that we've been targeted to go with all the lefties or i should say socialists or should we go for the big word communist yeah you're right you're absolutely right. That's where we're headed, isn't it? Do you have any sure, confidence sure in the, the new Secretary like of State? Huh? Yeah, right. you have any confidence the new Secretary of State is going to be anything more than a political hack for the governor? Well, let's put it this way. The odds are she's going to be a hack, but I will give her the benefit of the doubt and see what she, how she starts. That'll tell us what's really going on. I guess you're what right. I'm saying is... I guess what I'm saying is I'm an optimist with real-time experience. <laughs> you are. You know, here's here's the deal. I think that Tina, since her poll numbers are lower than Kate Brown's, at this time in Kate Brown's first term, and that's saying a lot because Kate Brown had the lowest numbers of any governor in Oregon's history. So Tina's got lower numbers right now, polling numbers. So I think she's kind of treading carefully here, just trying to not rock the boat too badly. She doesn't want her numbers to impact, be a negative downer on getting more communists elected to the Oregon legislature. What do you think? You think I'm right? Um, Yeah, you're probably right on the mark. The other thing that's interesting is why should she care? She doesn't. Brown didn't care. 
Right. It didn't matter to Kate. All that matters is stealing. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Packing the ballot box. I mean, I'm sorry. These open, <laughs> free, and fair elections that we have. You know. Well, the other By thing the way, is, who, who's going to do anything to do it? Republicans nobody. aren't. No. No, because they get bought off. And then they get their spending veto. We'll see. We'll see how uh, how she does with well, that. Mitch, thanks as always. Well, Mark you, writes you, me an email. If you want to send an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Vicki Bree Cyberson, who cut the deals with the Democrats, sent out an email. The Republicans are winning where they can in a blue state. His response to her was, Oregon Republicans got their blanks handed to them again. Time to think about replacing the House and Senate with smarter people who will not cave in to the insane Democrats and sell out their constituents for a few pieces of silver. Republicans are winning where they can. You can't be serious. No, apparently she was. Doug's got a warning to employers email. I get to that on the other side. And a Willamette Week story by Nigel Jaquist about pork in the Christmas tree budget. Oh, this is good. Hang around. It'll be worth it when you come back. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes on the top of the hour. I just posted another video of uh, them actually doing the concrete pumping pour on my new homes on my Facebook page. If you're interested, and yes, there is a woman who is helping pour the concrete. You can see that. Um, We'll get to some really good emails in a moment here. And who got pork? Well, I made the Willamette Week, at least some of the pork. Some of it might be vetoed. We'll see. Just sort of depends. Speaking of that, an email from Linda says, if Tina vetoes Republican pork, then they get, they, meaning the Republicans, get what's coming to them for believing anything a Democrat would say or promise, especially Tina, because she's a well-known liar who doesn't keep her word. That is my comment. She continues, except for the good Republicans like Thatcher and Davis. It's the same story election after election with a bunch of dummies. But now they get to move on to high-paying government jobs. Having somebody to pump my gas is going to cost me more. You wait and see. Of course it is. Along with all the other crazy lefty rules that the legislature and the state of Oregon have passed. Um, so I th- that story about the Ukrainian mother trying to sell her 11-month-old baby girl to a body part buyer who got arrested at the Ukrainian border. And Marie says, no way to measure how sick for a mother to sell a baby to be used to cut up and sell body parts. 
Hell is reserved for both the mother and the cutter. Thank God heaven is reserved for the baby. Yes, thank God heaven is. And yes, there is a special place in hell for those people. Art says for Rich, tell Rich, we'll see how she's going to perform because I'm going to ask for an audit of the Oregon Commission for the Blind. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Corby writes an email, said if we had a free market system in which we do not have, we would tell the government to butt out and get out of our business and our gas stations would decide whether they want to full service or self-service. Let the people decide where they want to get their fuel. I bet fuel prices won't go down even though I am doing the work for the station by replacing an employee. No, they're not going to go down. They're going to go up. You're absolutely right. You're also right if you uh, think that you want to do business with somebody who's a great contractor you can trust by the name of Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. Check out his website. He's met with me personally. He's been out to my job site. He's going to do some work for me on my new home. And I can tell you from personal experience, he's very knowledgeable. And he ex explores lots of questions with you. And that, that frankly brings up things and ideas you should consider in doing a whole host of things, whatever it is you want to do. Go to his website. Check it out. It's RighteousRenovations.com. Have confidence you're dealing with someone who lives his Christian faith and how he works with you. RighteousRenovations.com. Doug writes an email about warning to employers. The EEOC, which is a federal government agency, commission, has a new law to reasonably accommodate pregnant women in the office place. How many men will now find themselves pregnant? They have time off for their pregnancy. NBC News now says men can become pregnant. So as employers, whatever you do, do not force any men to go get a pregnancy test. <laughs> oh, that's good. John McDonald, the answer to the question is about 2005 that Jim asked earlier. Basically, manufacturer's information plus a serial number and a city needs to be engraved on all frames and receivers according to ATF regulations. This applies to all firearms produced after October 1968. If it is a personally made firearm, a ghost gun, a federally licensed gunsmith must engrave the information and report the information to the Oregon State Police. Unfinished frames and receivers, 80% frames and lowers without serial numbers will be illegal to possess, sell, or import into Oregon after September 1st, 2024. The same will be true of the so-called undetectable firearms. That definition is in the bill and also requires referencing federal regulations. House Bill 2005 has changed, is was changed to use the complete federal definition of frames and receivers contained in ATF regulations, and he gives those. That means that for AR platform firearms, the lower receiver is the firearm and the upper does not need the markings. The lower is the firearm, the upper does not need the markings. If you take your firearm to a licensed gunsmith, you will need a permit to get it back. This takes effect on September 1st, 2024. 
I'm not a lawyer, but I do remember watching Perry Mason and Dragon on a black and white TV many years ago. My advice and explanation is worth exactly as much as you paid for it. Well, the question is, what permit do you get to get your firearm back from the licensed gunsmith? What permit is that? John, do you know? That's a central question here. All right. Who got what? Nigel Jayquist of Willamette Week says, money comes to those who wait until the sessions end. In a year of plenty, there are plenty of one-time checks to be written. Yeah, we're going to give back $5 billion to us, the taxpayers, because we got more money. That's good. But he had five of the line items in the big Christmas tree that, well, enough for broad public benefit. And he, of course, goes after landowners and natural resources. This was no doubt a Vicki Brees Iverson because she comes from a ranch family deal that she cut. Oregon already gives an inheritance tax, they write, for estates worth up to $15 million if they include farmland, commercial timber, or other resource operations. That's only partially true, folks. I know I just sat down and talked with my lawyer about this. That's only if. 51% of your estate's value is farmland. If it's less than that, you don't get this tax credit. Anyway, it's going to go up $7.4 million to do that. Guess what? The Willamette Falls Locks Authority that are 150 years old and don't serve enough traffic to keep them open. In fact, the federal government decommissioned in 2016. They just got $7.4 million for rehabilitation what how about five million dollars to portland music clubs rob noss asked for 50 million and got five this is to help the oregon shakespeare festival and the small nightclubs like the aladdin theater 270 the roseland 264 235,000, the resolution hall yep music clubs how, how about a million dollars to the literary arts a portland nonprofit. you know they do the portland book festival literacy and so forth and oregon public broadcasting already the recipient of huge amounts of money uh they got five hundred thousand. Nigel writes, OPB does a fine job of filling the airwise so fine that it earned $27 million in net revenues over the last two years and has over $100 million in the bank. And we're still giving them money? Can you imagine this being a business? Oh, well, we do that, too. Portland's giving out all kinds of tax incentives to lure businesses back since they destroyed them. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Freedom Friday, folks. What do you want to talk about? See you then. Dead home.